On our first episode today, we'll learn how to make a great first impression with our Spanish-speaking clients. We'll take you through some cultural etiquette, discuss new vocabulary, and listen to a Spanish dialogue of two professionals meeting for the first time. ¡Vamos! Bienvenidos! Welcome to Business Spanish. The Business Spanish podcast will help you develop your skills as a bilingual professional in negotiation and communication, whether you're in the boardroom or the break room. I'm your host, Michelle, and I invite you to join us in each episode as we explore the Spanish of different industries, business disciplines, and cultures. ¿Listos? Manos a la obra. Most of you are probably listening in today because you have customers, suppliers, or partners in Spain or Latin America. Or maybe you have Spanish-speaking employees and want to communicate with them more efficiently. Whatever your motivation to learn business Spanish, it's equally important to understand a bit of the local cultura, culture. For language and culture go hand in hand. So in our first episode of Business Spanish today, we will talk about business etiquette in the Spanish-speaking world and learn some helpful vocabulary and phrases to use when making new connections and scheduling meetings. Please keep in mind that during this episode and throughout the entire podcast series, the cultural advice and Spanish vocabulary that we provide can vary from country to country or region to region, just as culture and language in the English-speaking world can differ. We intend to teach you the most common expressions and practices that are most widely used and understood throughout Spain and Latin America. The Latin culture puts a strong emphasis on building relationships of trust and creating strong rapport with business partners. Most Latinos are very warm and welcoming and want to socialize and get to know their counterparts first before talking business. Don't be surprised if they talk about family and ask about yours. It's very important to engage in this type of conversation to build a relationship of trust. Yet, though you are connecting on a more personal level, remember that a business meeting is considered a formal event and therefore certain protocols are expected. Both men and women should dress in business suits and speak on formal terms, using the usted and not tu form of address, especially when meeting for the first time. Business cards remain an important exchange, even in this age of digital media. It may be helpful to have one side of your card printed in Spanish And don't forget about job titles. They are considered an important part of relationship building in this culture. Speaking of positions, note that the Latin business culture tends to adhere to a more hierarchical organizational structure. And higher level executives are expected to attend negotiations. And these decisions? Well, they may take a while. Time is a very fluid concept in most of the Spanish-speaking world, and meetings, negotiations, and decisions are never hurried. 
Arrive to meetings at the assigned time, but do not be surprised if they start way behind schedule. In this culture, it's key to close the deal, but not as important to make it happen within a given time frame. It's all about building trust and relationships. Do not expect your counterparts to speak much English, especially if you are traveling to visit them. Respect their language and learn at least a few common courtesies in Spanish. So now, let's take a look at some key terms in Spanish that may come in handy in your next business negotiation. Los negocios. That is the most common way to refer to business in general, like the field of business. If you want to refer to a business entity, you use the singular form. El negocio. El negocio. Company is most often la empresa. La empresa. But you may also hear la compañía. La compañía. Office is la oficina. La oficina. Referring back to the relationship of trust, we refer to that relationship as una relación de confianza. Una relación de confianza. A client or customer is un cliente or una cliente. So you use the same word when you're talking about a client or a customer and you only change the gender if you are distinguishing between a man or a woman. And of course, if you're talking about a group, you would say los clientes. A supplier is un proveedor. Un proveedor. A partner, un socio. Remember that the first impression is very important in business negotiations. And so you always want to start off on the right foot. So let's learn just a few basic greetings and salutations in Spanish. When you say welcome, you say bienvenido. If you're talking to a man, bienvenida. If you're speaking to a woman, and if it's a group, you would say bienvenidos. Good morning. Buenos días. Buenos días. Good afternoon or good evening. Buenas tardes. Buenas tardes. A meeting is una reunión. Una reunión. A business deal you would call un trato de negocios or un acuerdo de negocios. If you want to introduce somebody to someone else, you simply say, Le presento a mi amiga. Le presento a mi jefa. 
Le presento a la señora. So you say, le presento a, and the name of the person who you want to introduce. A business card is called una tarjeta de presentación. Una tarjeta de presentación. A position, as in a job position, is un cargo or un puesto. Un cargo o un puesto. Oftentimes, when you meet somebody, they will use their education in the form of a title. For example, the equivalent in many cases of a bachelor's degree in many countries of Latin America is what we call una licenciatura. And the people that hold this degree are called licenciado. If it's a woman, you would call them licenciada. The word for manager or director is often director or directora. Another word that you might hear used for manager is gerente. gerente. An employee is un empleado or una empleada. A colleague is un or una colega. And the word for boss is jefe. If it's a woman, jefa. Now just a couple business functions here and we'll go into greater depth and explanation of these in another episode. But if you're talking about sales, you call it ventas. Ventas. Marketing could be one of several different words depending on where you are in the Spanish-speaking world. You may hear marketing referred to as the English word marketing or la mercadotecnia or el mercadeo or even la comercialización. If you want to say something is scheduled, you'd say that está agendado or está programado. Buen trabajo, amigos. Hola, amigos. I hope you're enjoying this podcast and learning ways to improve your professional Spanish skills. Interested in one-on-one -on -one coaching? In addition to this podcast... I offer private and small group Spanish lessons online for beginner to intermediate speakers. For a limited time, your first session is free. For more details, leave a comment or email businessspanishpodcast at gmail.com. See the show notes for more information. Si estás escuchando este podcast y quieres mejorar tu inglés, no esperes más. Ofrezco lecciones de inglés en línea y tu primera clase es gratis. Para obtener más detalles, Deje un comentario o envíeme un correo a businessspanishpodcast.gmail.com. Ve la descripción de este episodio para más información. In this next segment, we're going to take some of that vocabulary you just learned 
and use it when listening to a dialogue between two Spanish-speaking professionals in Latin America. We will listen to the dialogue in its entirety first. Then we will go back and analyze the conversation, paying close attention to the new vocabulary we learned today. In this dialogue, a businessman from the United States has recently arrived at his client's office in Latin America and is meeting his counterpart for the first time in person. Listen closely and see if you can understand their conversation. Buenos días y bienvenido a Compañía Chévere. Soy la licenciada Anita López, directora de ventas de nuestra empresa. Encantado de conocerle. Soy Alex Corito, gerente de Mercadeo Internacional en Gringos and Associates. Aquí está mi tarjeta de presentación. Ay, bien, gracias. Y aquí la mía. ¿Cómo está? ¿Cómo le fue el viaje? Estuvo pesado, pero me alegro de haber llegado sin problema. ¿Y su familia? Tiene hijos, ¿verdad? ¿Cómo les va? Pues muy bien. Lo único es que crecen demasiado rápido. Ay, lo sé. Los míos piensan que saben más que yo y apenas tienen 12 y 8 añitos. A ver si le invito a cenar en mi casa esta semana. Nos vamos a juntar algunos empleados y el jefe, y así podrá conocer a mi familia. ¿Qué le parece? Disculpe, no le entendí bien. ¿Podría hablar más despacio, por favor? ¡Ay, qué pena! Claro, le invito a mi casa antes de que se vaya. ¿Está bien? Sí, sería un honor conocer a su familia. ¡Excelente! Pues... Póngase cómodo aquí en la oficina. Tómese un cafecito y quédese tranquilo. La reunión está agendada para las once. Muchas gracias por su hospitalidad. Entonces, como la reunión está programada para las once, ¿es probable que no empiece hasta las once y cuarto? Sí, lo más seguro. <risa> ya sabe cómo somos. Bienvenido al equipo, colega. So, how did you do? Did you understand the dialogue? Now we are going to listen once more and pause at intervals to review the key points in their conversation. A transcript of this conversation, along with its translation, new vocabulary, and important takeaways from this episode can be found in the show notes of this episode. Now, Follow along as we break down the components of this casual business encounter. Buenos días y bienvenido a Compañía Chévere. Soy la licenciada Anita López, directora de ventas de nuestra empresa. Note, bienvenido with an O is used because she is talking to a man. She also introduces herself as La licenciada, meaning we know she has a college degree. She also says she is la directora de ventas de nuestra empresa. Sales director for our company. Encantado de conocerle. Soy Alex Corito, gerente de Mercadeo Internacional en Gringos and Associates. Aquí está mi tarjeta de presentación. Ay, bien, gracias. Y aquí la mía. 
¿Cómo está? ¿Cómo le fue el viaje? In this segment, we hear the businessman from the United States responding in a very polite and formal way. Nice to meet you. How does he say that? Encantado. Encantado de conocerle. He gives his title and position. Did you catch what that was? Gerente de Mercadeo Internacional en Gringos and Associates. So he's the International Marketing Manager at Gringos and Associates. Next, we hear Anita ask him, How are you doing? How was your flight? All very important aspects of building that initial relationship of trust with your business partner. Estuvo pesado, pero me alegro de haber llegado sin problema. ¿Y su familia? Tiene hijos, ¿verdad? ¿Cómo les va? Pues muy bien. Lo único es que crecen demasiado rápido. Ay, lo sé. Los míos piensan que saben más que yo y apenas tienen 12 y 8 añitos. The conversation continues to develop at a personal level with Anita asking about Alex's family and them talking about how their kids are growing and think they know more than their parents. A ver si le invito a cenar en mi casa esta semana. Nos vamos a juntar algunos empleados y el jefe, y así podrá conocer a mi familia. ¿Qué le parece? Anita invites Alex over to her house for dinner with a few employees and the boss. She explains he could even get to know her family that way. You can see how important it is for Anita to get to know who she's doing business with before they ever start talking about the company or the business proposition. Disculpe, no le entendí bien. ¿Podría hablar más despacio, por favor? Ay, qué pena. Claro. Le invito a mi casa antes de que se vaya. ¿Está bien? Sí. Sería un honor conocer a su familia. Whoa, hold on there. Anita was speaking too fast, and Alex didn't catch it all. So he asks, Disculpe, no le entendí bien. ¿Podría hablar más despacio? Excuse me, I didn't understand you well. Could you please speak more slowly? And she responds, Ay, qué pena. Oh, I'm so sorry. How embarrassing. And slows down simplifies her invitation, and of course he accepts saying it would be an honor. Note that throughout this conversation, even though Alex and Anita may have been in correspondence, they are meeting for the first time in person, and they continue to use the form of address that is more formal, usted, not tú. Later on in their business relationship, they might start talking to each other in terms of tú. But for now, this is their first meeting, and so they're starting it off on formal terms. Excelente. Pues, póngase cómodo aquí en la oficina. Tómese un cafecito y quédese tranquilo. La reunión está agendada para las once. Anita invites Alex to relax 
get a coffee and reminds him that the meeting they're having is scheduled for 11 o'clock. Muchas gracias por su hospitalidad. Entonces, como la reunión está programada para las 11, es probable que no empiece hasta las 11 y cuarto. Sí, lo más seguro. <laughs> ya sabe cómo somos. Bienvenido al equipo, colega. Alex understands a bit about the Latin culture y la hora latina. And so he clarifies, so the meeting's scheduled for 11, but it'll probably begin around 11.15. Anita laughs, knowing he's probably right, and welcomes him to the team. Bienvenido al equipo, colega. Welcome to the team, colleague. And that concludes our inaugural episode of Business Spanish. I hope you will join us for future episodes where we will learn new professional phrases and vocabulary, discuss business etiquette and cultural practices, and my favorite, interview native Spanish-speaking professionals in different countries, industries, and functions. Remember to subscribe to this podcast and visit the links provided in the show notes. And please, Leave us a comment or email us at businessspanishpodcast at gmail.com and tell us what topics you would like us to cover in future episodes. Hasta la próxima. Te deseo mucho éxito. Ciao.